Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know, life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Failing, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I've had my share of moments where I felt stuck in the dark. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was that the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some cookie dough because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Hey, Rochelle, welcome back to She Wakes Up. We had you on here. It's almost been a year already since I launched my podcast and you were one of my very first guests on the show. And we've stayed in touch since then. And I've just been watching your journey. And it's kind of crazy how when you meet people in this space, when you're in the podcast world, how a lot of the people that you meet, you overlap a lot of things. And I've just known that as I've been able to grow my own personal network and Um, what you do specifically is so interesting to me and the women that I have been working with and talking with it, it's becoming like this new thing. Everybody is a trend, but also like this game changer in life. And I don't know why we're not taught this, but I wanted to bring you back on the show to talk about everything human design, because I've been able to dig into mine a little bit. It's still very surface layer, um, but when I introduce it to the other women in my business and when I talk about it with other women, it's it's such an interesting topic because I feel like it's literally the blueprint to who we are and the work that I do. And I know that you know this is getting into the depths of you and the better that you can understand yourself on the cellular level, the better that you're able to align with everything else in your life. So I just want to welcome you back and I want to hear everything that you have learned in the last year about human design and just dig into that because I find it so fascinating and so helpful. And I just want you to share that with everybody here today. Amazing. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me back on. I absolutely love talking about human design. I eat, sleep and breathe it. So this is yeah, perfect. Yeah. You're my person. I knew like I wanted to talk about this. I'm like, I'm going to go to Rochelle. Yeah. I love it. So let's just talk because I I don't want to really go over the basics. You know, I guess we could just do a very basic synopsis of an introduction to human design. But then I want to dig into the deeper layers of what that looks Mm -hmm. like and how it can help women really learn who they are and what that looks like for if they're trying to build a business, if they're trying to mend relationships, if they're trying to just go after their goals and become one with themselves, what that looks like. But if you want to just give a brief overview of what human design is and how it has helped you, um, just to give the listeners maybe who are less familiar with it, a good idea. Yeah. And honestly, you kind of nailed it with the, it's, it's your blueprint. It's the blueprint to your soul. It's a guide to, or like a map to who you were at a soul level before conditioning happened. Right. And conditioning is just literally the world around us. Um, you know, we have, 
defined and undefined centers. When you get your chart, you're going to see like what they call the body graph. Um, and so basically anything that's white is, is what's undefined and you are taking in and amplifying energy from others. And so this is, these are key areas that you're going to be more impressionable to the energy from others around you. Um, but at a base level, yeah, human design is your bl blueprint to who you are. It is a synthesis of astrology, the Chinese Zi Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, quantum mechanics, and the Hindu chakra system. Um, human design has nine centers. So in 1781, we evolved from the seven, the, the traditional seven chakra system that you see into a nine centered system. And basically the biggest difference is the heart center split off into two centers and the emotional sol solar plexus split off into two centers. So at a base level, you're going to get so much information. Like when you see human design, when you see your chart, you're just like, what am I even looking at? It's just like, it's a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it, but it's honestly like, it is so complex, but it's also so simple because we have, you know, any human design reader that you speak to or anybody it's type strategy authority. Like it's always like going back to that. Um, and even in my evolution, like I continue to go back to that. And as I integrate that, it's like the rest sort of seems to flow a lot easier because once you, if you're not operating the way you're designed to, it doesn't matter what line you have and what gate and what center, if it's, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't matter if you're not operating as a being correctly. So when you like really come from that space, things begin to flow and you're naturally going to live out your design. Um, but of course, yeah, there's so much information in there and there's so much, it's just, it is such a beautiful system. It's completely changed my life. Um, I have come from abusive relationships, just like absolutely no self-worth, no self-trust, like nothing. I didn't even know, like you would say intuition. I'm just like, what? My body is wrong. Like I never know what, you know, I had no none of that. And then I learned human design like four and a half years ago and it absolutely transformed my life. I was like, oh my gosh, everything that I perceived was wrong about myself that I was taking in from outside of myself was just who I was. And I was like, I'm not wrong for these things. It feels so bad because I'm resisting it. When I was able to like see that and let it go, it was like, I felt like I was set free. So, oh my gosh. So true. Because when I was reading my human design and like, again, like I know the basics and I'm a six, two emotional manifesting generator. Mm. And I always thought in my business ventures and mind you, I've had a few failed, failed business ventures, but that's because I'm multi-passionate and mm -hmm. I just have this like, you know, shiny object syndrome, but I found that it's just my human design. And if I can hone into that and understand that it can actually work for me and not against me. And this whole time I was fighting it because I was like, this is a bad thing. I shouldn't have shiny object syndrome because, you know, when you go to a business coach or something, that's the first thing, like you need to stay the course. That's not how I work. And so I was literally resisting who I was. And if you like look back at my entire life, that's literally like what I did with so many other things is I was resisting who I was because of how society or other people's beliefs were telling me how I needed to be. And, you know, if, if you go back and you just wonder, like, if I would have known about this before, what path I would have taken then that would have been so much more aligned than the path that I went down. And obviously I know, you know, this, cause you went down a very similar path that I did and you, you can't take it back. And it, it did bring you to where you are now and all the things. So there are no regrets, but it just makes you wonder that conditioning that happened. Had we known earlier, would we be in a different place? Would we be more evolved? Would we be at that place where we have these goals? We could have been there already. And so that's why I want to introduce this to my listeners is because it is really like that light bulb of, 
you are given permission to just be yourself based on this human design of who you are. And when I understood that I read through it, it was just like light bulb after light bulb was like, this is just me. And that acceptance, I really think did come from knowing my human design. And that's such a hard thing is that self-acceptance of just being okay with who you are. And do you want to talk about how human design can help other people really be okay with just being themselves and how to actually tap into that using human design? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to say like when I, when I first, my personal experience, when I first learned the design, I was like extremely codependent in so many different ways. And so when I first learned the design, I think like on some level, I was almost codependent with my design, right? Whereas like, but it was in a way that helped me trust myself. It was, it was a healthier codependence, if that makes sense. Like I was kind of able to, through that, like see myself, accept myself, look at all these aspects as I was like working through everything else. Right. And then I had told you kind of like before we started recording, I had to step away from it for a while because I realized I was like so much in that mindset of like, Oh, my, my design says this, my design says that my design says this, instead of actually being like, wait, what does Rochelle say? Right. Like, I believe your design should be a compliment to who you are. And one of the things that I teach is like, of course we taught, we go through your design, but just like with coaching clients and things like that, I want the self-trust to come from within you. So that's why I love, I use human design as a tool to get into your body. When you talk about your authority, this is how we best make decisions. Right. And so it's like, you might be emotional authority. You might be sacral, splenic. There are seven different authorities, but at the end of the day, when you're like coming back to that space, like, you know, where in your body that feels you, right. Like that sensation, like, I'm sure you do it. If you close your eyes, you can think about what a yes feels like, what a no feels like you're going to feel that sensation somewhere in your body. Like I sometimes will feel my solar plexus literally lit up. Right. And so it's like coming back to that and trusting in that. And, and that's literally your authority, right. Knowing that you have to wait, it feels better when you wait, you might feel that and then have to wait through it and cycle through it. Um, but I've completely lost the question. I think like I went off track. <laughs> no, that's okay. And honestly, <laughs> um, it was just like being able to come into who you are and be yeah. your own authentic version. But to add to yes. that, um, how can somebody pair their human design with their intuition? Because I hear from so many women, like, I don't even know what my intuition is, you know, because we're so logic left brained all the time taught to think about things and have the rationale behind our decisions. And so that authenticity aligned with that intuition, how does somebody get there? Because we're not taught that. And it's such yeah. a foreign thing. How do you know it's your intuition and how do you know it's the right decision to make? Yeah, it's a, it can be a hard process and it can be a slow process. I think so much in our society, it's like, get, we have to get there quick and we got to change quick and everything's got to be quick. And that is such like a mental thing, like you said. And so it's really like tuning into your body, especially like, I, I feel like not that it's easier. I don't have uh, an undefined or open sacral, so I can't like speak for them, but I feel like when you have a sacral, it's like really tuning into that as well. Like, what does that feel like? It's experimentation. It's in meditation. Um, it's like, you know, you get those pings, you have those thoughts that come in first. And it's like, what if I just follow that instead of being like, letting my mind cling to it. Well, I can't do that because of this, or this doesn't make sense because of this, or this was me making things up. You know, our mind gets so, so loud with all of the possibilities and the what ifs. And our mind is going to constantly question something like you, you can literally can never make a decision from your mind because your mind will always have another question, 
Right. Yeah. And so it's like, you eventually have to just settle on, I mean, you can sit here and do the pros and the cons all day long. And even within that, you're still going to be like, well, oh my gosh, what if this is the wrong decision? What if that's that? And what I've realized, especially with intuition is like, I think so often we don't trust ourselves a, because we've been taught not to right? when we're children, I even look at my kids and I, and you know, every parent, it's like, I try so hard to raise them consciously and to allow them to have a voice and to allow them to like trust themselves. But there are even times where like even little things, right. Where it's like, my son says he's, he, he says he's hungry. I make him a big dish and then he eats two bites and he says he's full the instinct to be like, you sit and finish that whole thing because I'm cooked it for you. Right. But then it's also teaching him that he can't trust his body of what he wants and what he doesn't. Right. So it's like, let's just teach him to maybe ask for a smaller portion or, you know, little things like that but we're taught so young to abandon ourselves, even in ways like that, where I know I was taught, like you do not leave this table until you are done with everything on your plate, right? That food might not actually be nourishing for my body, right? Like I may be full, like trusting your body completely. So it is that like slow deconditioning process, unfolding process. And so it's like in these little ways where it's like, you know, I don't know when you're thinking about what you want to eat tonight, or, um, if you want a snack or just things like that, like coming into your body and just being like, okay, what do I actually feel like? Like what feels good in my body and what feels not good in my body. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the process for me, and I, and I think that's really helpful for people is like, just like noticing, like understanding what feels like a yes in your body and what feels like a no, and then noticing when your body reacts in those certain ways during the day and what's happening. Right. And so then you can be like, oh, because it's like so often we have those feelings that like, no, but we do it anyway. And then like down the line, we're like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Right. It, but we're constantly invalidating ourselves and we're not trusting ourselves. So when you've broken the trust with your body so much, it's like any relationship, you have to build it back. Right. And so again, like with human design, that's why I love type strategy and authority. And like starting from there, because when you understand your authority and whether you spend time in meditation, connecting with it, or just like noticing, like I said, like that sort of what feels like a yes, what feels like a no, um, and just like really experimenting with it, it's going to be your process, but then you're going to come to that point where it's like, like now I know in my body, what is a no? And I move away from it, you know? And I know I've learned to discern because it can get confusing too, with the mind discerning between fear and an excited fear mm. and a no, right? Cause they do feel similar sometimes. Like I just launched a membership program and I had a fear about it just, but it was like nerves. Right. But I now can discern between like, that's not, a, that's not a no, that's just like a, you know, the, the, all the what ifs, right. Like that kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for it. But what if I fail or what if this, or what if that, you know, and it's just always naturally going to come. Um, but really like tuning into that and, and understanding. Yeah. That's so good because it's so true. And even when we're at the most aligned with ourselves and we, we totally have put to rest those limiting beliefs and things, life still happens and we're still human at the end of the day. And it's just a matter of being able to come back to that and saying, you know, for me, I've learned through my human design that I need to sleep on my decisions and that excitement, the butterflies, all of that, it could be leading me astray, but I know my human design says, listen to that sleep on it. If you're still feeling that way, make a decision, you know? And so that just knowing that has helped me be more mindful of when I'm having those sensations tuning into, okay, what does this mean for me? What are these sensations in my body really telling me? Is this telling me, like you just said, is this fear because of something that has happened in the past? And I'm just afraid of the unknown or like repeating what has happened before, or is this fear because I'm really just saying in my body, this is a no. And I like what you said about 
the, you know, finishing your plate because I was raised the same way. I had a very strict grandpa, um, who was a farmer. And so he, he knew the whole hard work that went into putting that food on the table for us. And also, you know, you think about the generations in the past and what their life was like, they had it so much harder when it came to things like that. And that was how they were raised. And so we are just molded with the beliefs and for no fault to them, they were doing the best that they thought they were doing. But now we've come to this place of like awakening. I think, I, th I think our generation is at the point where we're like, wait a minute, we're starting to question, you know? And I think that's why I was so pulled to human design because it was really making me ask questions that I never asked myself before and deconditioning what I was taught because we we ultimately bring on the beliefs of our ancestors, you know, our parents, our grandparents, and, and we, because they are doing the best that they can, we think that is the best. And then we, you know, pass that along to our kids or, or we're just caught up in it. But really that's not for us because we are our own person and times are different and we just need to get out of that conditioning. So how does somebody, how does somebody use human design and, start tuning into their intuition. Like, how do we even get started with that? How can we start to break those beliefs and the generational cycles that we were taught, knowing that it doesn't align with where we want to go and what we're doing without faulting any of that and to move forward with like, how do we, how do we get out of that cycle? Yeah. Well, I want to start with like, I think it's always having compassion. Right. And I think that doesn't all also, that doesn't invalidate your experiences, right? Because you, like an example, you talk about the emotional solar plexus. So in my family of origin, I was the only one in my family who had a defined solar plexus. So my emotions were big. And I was shamed for that a lot because my family felt it intensely. It was always like, Ooh, like you have to walk around eggshells around Rochelle or like, don't like, don't talk to her now. It was always this big thing about emotions, which made me feel like I was so wrong. Like I was like, wow, am I the only person in the world that feels like this? Right? Like it just, it's, it doesn't feel normal because everybody around me is telling me I'm wrong for having these big emotions. Right. And so human design is so helpful because as I've been able to pull the charts of my family and like, look back in hindsight, like, yes, that was still emotional trauma for me. Because when I look at, even in like romantic relationships now, the thing I crave most is like emotional nourishment, because that's what I never received because they didn't understand it. They didn't physically feel it in the way that I did. And so nobody was able to meet me there. That was just something that, you know, and so seeing that being like, wow, my entire family was open emotionally. Right. And so I was coming in with all these intense emotions. So I can look back and be like, you know, like you said, like they really were doing the best they could with what they had, but they did not understand. And when they were feeling my emotions, it was amplified. So they were just like, so they were confused in them in their own self and projecting what they were feeling from me back on me, which then intensified mine. Cause like another nuance or another layer of human design is something called cognition. And it's sort of like your superpower and mine is feeling. So it's like, not only am I emotional, but I'm also tapping into the energy around me, which then amplifies what I'm already feeling. So it was really, really intense. So I think like understanding that and having compassion and yeah, knowing that they all, they did the best they could with what they had, you know? And of course, like the generations before, like you said, like my parents will sometimes freak out on my kids about it. like, they're like, they'll yell at them for like grabbing cups of ice. And I'm like, guys, it's water. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
like, but it's the point. And then I have <laughs> compassion for them that, you know, it, it it's like, I, I understand their perspective, but also like I try and like pat it down for my kids. Cause I'm like, I don't want them to feel shame that they can't go get ice, you know, like they yeah. do it in my house, but anyway, but, but it is like having that compassion. And I think like when you can see, um, cause you know, a lot of our, most of our trauma, a lot of our trauma comes from our childhood. And so for me, it was game changing to be able to see the, de- the designs. I don't have the exact, uh, birth time for my parents. Um, but I've checked it throughout the day and there's like stays within the same thing. So being able to see like at least center, you know, the centers, what's undefined and, you know, that kind of high level perspective of it. And just like having compassion for what they must've been experiencing and knowing that they were trying, their intentions were good, you know, but it also doesn't eliminate the, the trauma that I experienced because of it. So I think like just in like, in that aspect, that's so helpful. And then, you know, like I said, just knowing your authority is in experimenting with it and playing with it and yeah, tuning into your body, like more often checking in with your body throughout the day really connects you to your intuition. And it's like starting in those little things, um, just like, you know, meditating and, and just setting an intention and, um, maybe, you know, there are different apps that will like ring throughout the day. Right. And so that can like remind you to check in with your body. And so if you're experimenting with like, I don't know if you have a splenic authority, just like meditating on your spleen. Right. And then setting the timer and like throughout the day and like coming back and be like, what is my spleen telling me now? Right. And I honestly find the spleen to be, that was one of the ones that was really hard for me to grasp because I have my spleen, my sacral and my solar plexus defined. So sometimes I'm like, I don't know which one's talking to me. <laughs> so you have to like really discern between that. Um, but it's interesting too. And I just want to like circle back to one thing you said about the solar plexus, you know, because as a generator type an MG or a generator, when you have that sacral defined, you're going to get responses from the sacral and the solar plexus. And it's interesting too, because the whole point of waiting out the wave is because like, wherever you're at in your wave, if you're in your high of your wave, you're going to experience things and everything that comes in is a piece of information. And when you're in the high of your wave, all you're going to perceive are the good things, right? And then when you're in the low of your wave, all you're going to perceive is the bad things. So your sacral might give you a yes and a no in the exact same situation, depending on where you're at in your wave. And so that's why it's so important to cycle through it and go through it. Like if you can wait, like Ross says, um, play hard to get like, wait as long as you can. Cause you never actually are going to be sure there's never 100% certainty in the now, which is what's so hard about emotional authority. Right. And so it's like when you can cycle through it enough times to know like, okay, this has consistently told me no, when I've come back to this neutral space, I've consistently felt like a no, then you can like make with as much certainty as you can. Right. But that comes from a process of experimentation. And that comes with the process of tapping into it and trusting it and beginning to really see like, oh, wow, like that really does feel a lot better when I wait it out because I like, it's been a struggle, like for years, even knowing human design for like a good two and a half, three years of that. Like I still like, you know, didn't, didn't trust my, my emotional solar plexus. I also have an open route. So that's like, make a decision now, make the, like, what are you waiting for? And I'm like, ah, so many mixed signals. (laughs) Exactly. So it's like, but it's just helpful to know that, you know, and just to know that like, okay, like, and I always say to myself too, especially like I, I to like throw in a little bit of astrology here, my Jupiter's in Pisces and it's square my Venus. Huh? I said, please do. Oh Yeah. 
So my Jupiter's in Pisces square my Venus, which can make me really impulsive with money. Right. And then if you look at human design, just with that open root and that solar plexus, like I get really excited and I see a shiny thing and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have it now. My roots like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. And so I've been like really impulsive in the past. So like now I just, that has always been my experimentation process is with like things and I'm a Taurus sun. So I'm like super material. I can, I can be right. Like that's just part of it. And so like, maybe I'll put it in a cart or I write it down or I'm, and I'm like, okay, if it's still there in the morning and I'm still feeling excited about it. I'll buy it then. Or, I mean, you should see my Amazon cart. It's like thousands of dollars worth of shit. Like I have not yet bought because I'm like going through that process. Right. Yeah. After the stuff I forget about, it's like two days later, I'm like, Oh yeah, I really like, what was I so excited about? Cause it's like so often when I actually do buy something and I'm either feel guilty about it the next day, or I don't even use it, it gets delivered and it does nothing. Right. So little things like that is really helpful in trusting whatever your authority is, your intuition in that process. Wow. That's so good. And it makes so much sense because I just like, I want, I want to know more because I'm, I'm into astrology and I know what little bit I know about human design and how much it's already helped me. And it, it seems as if you have such a clear understanding of, you know, if you really do understand yourself, all of those things as simple as shopping, you know, and the, the reasons why we do what we do can be explained in the cycles of how that connects with astrology and as women, how we were, you know, we actually go with the cycles and we're supposed to, um, intuitively go with the cycles of the lunar phases. And, you know, we've gotten so removed from that, but really that is what we thrive on. And so everybody depending on your human design needs to wait on whatever, you know, like I said, I have to sleep on it, but I don't need to wait a full cycle. Like some of the other human designs, you know, I don't need to wait the whole 28 days, but just knowing that has helped me so much into making my decisions. And I just, I want to know, first of all, like I need to just work with you a little bit and, and get to know my human design on such a deeper level, because I just feel like it's so relatable to everything that we do in life. And I know it can be very overwhelming for somebody that's just beginning or not understanding or has no idea about astrology. Um, so can you just talk us through like what it looks like to work with you with like going through human design and how that's helpful and what you set somebody up for with success in starting to know and understand your human design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, human design sessions, it's like, I'm always going to weave astrology into there. Cause I think astrology is just so beautiful and so powerful. And I've really felt called to it over the last two years. I've really deep like doing a deep dive into that as well. Um, but it's really going through the basics. We're going to do type strategy and authority. We go through your centers. Cause I think that's really helpful to understand where you're amplifying energy, where you're taking in energy. Um, but I always ask like two before a session, it's like, what area of your life do you really want to work on? Right. Cause I want to set the basis, but then also guide you in a direction that you actually are, are wanting to work on. Right. Not just like, Oh, here's your design. I spit it at you for an hour. And then you're just like, okay, well now what? Right. So I want to like work with you in what, like what specific area. Um, of course we go through like the layers, like your sun, your moon, your nodes, because those are super important. Your, your North and your South node, your North node is like where you're going in this life. Your South node is where you feel a lot of comfort. Um, cognition is like always a big piece. So kind of like these pieces that, that stand out to me, um, in, intuitively, that's why I always have like astrology side by side with it. Um, I just feel like astrology 
it's just, I don't know. It's so beautiful. I don't even have the words for astrology sometimes. Cause it's just, it's so deep and it's so beautiful and it's so fascinating. It's natural. Like it's something that yeah. we should just tune into that we've been taught not to. And yeah, like just, there's so many things that you could get into with astrology and I'm on that path too. Like just continuing yeah. to learn about it because it's just, it's so much, um, but it's mm-hmm. so interesting. And every time that I dig into it, I'm like, this is fascinating. Why don't we know this? Because it makes so much sense. And the more that I learn about it and then connect that with human design, it's just the answers keep coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so powerful. And you know, with that too, I think like combined, it can be overwhelming, right. To like, cause it is so much information. That's why I always like to have like a direction, you know, with a client. Um, and I will never leave a client with just like, okay, we're done. Like there's always opportunity to come back and ask questions because I know it's like so much, right? Like I always leave my door open for that. Like if, if you're, I record everything, I send out the recordings, then it's like, if you're rewatching it and you're confused or something's like not sitting well, or if you're sitting, you know, or if like in five days you have a question that pops up, like, again, I'm never going to be like, just leaving people out and dry. Um, so I always send the recording and then anything that we dive into that I feel like needs a little bit more clarification or, or was really like focused on, or there were a lot of questions around that. I always try and send resources for that. So you can have, you can dive into it yourself. Um, I used to have like a lot of shadows around like, um, how different people do readings. And I am more just like, I'm a six line. So I'm more of like that teacher type. So it's like, I want to teach you how to then take the information and teach yourself your design. And I know not everybody wants to be a student of it, but it's like, but, but I want to empower you to take it into your hands. And then if you're like, okay, well, how do I, how would I find this aspect in my chart? And then you have the tools to be able to then go through and do that. Right. Um, so that's essentially like what it looks like work with me. Of course you can do a one, one off session or like a package session. Um, and then I am launching, which starts March 21st. It's going to be a membership space. It's called HD decoded. And, and it's the theme is like every month I want to have a theme and actually spend the entire month going through it, integrating it, asking questions. I'm sharing resources in there so that it's like, you're piecing apart these layers. Like if we're talking about your son, I'm going to dive into the sun as far as your gates, your astrology, the houses, the house, you know, like really, really being able to take that time to, integrate it, to contemplate it, to have questions and then to like, and then have a space where we come together as a group and actually talk about it with each other and learn off of each other. Cause I think like community is so powerful and so important in that process to be able to relate to each other and see how things present for other people. Yeah. That's huge. Oh, I'm so excited to check into that because like I said, I'm just, just scratching the surface and I want to know so much more and you know, human design is one of those things in astrology too, where you really have to connect with somebody to be able to have conversations around it. And I just feel like, you know, I've always been naturally connected when we, the first time that we had a conversation and the more that I get into it, you know, I just like, you're my person when it comes to human design. And I just, I love that you're evolving in that space too. And, um, I was going to ask you that I like, what is your next thing that you're working on so that we can announce it? So, um, if you want to get me that information, I'll pop it in the show notes so that, Mm -hmm. um, everybody can, pop in and, and check that out for sure. Yeah, what absolutely. any and last it's, it's officially launching. Oh, okay. I was gonna, it's officially Mar- launching March 21st. I don't know when this episode will be going out, but anybody okay. who signs up between now and then will get a free one-on-one session with me prior to this, to it starting. Cool. That's like my bonus for an early sign up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you have, you're like, you have that session under your belt and you're kind of equipped with like going in with kind of knowing a little bit more and being able to really integrate the information. Oh, I think that's crucial. Very cool. 
Yeah. Well, I'll put that in the show notes for sure. And I am definitely going to check that out. So make sure you send that to me because I want to know more too. Um, what is one thing that you want to leave our listeners with before we say goodbye? I just, for me, it all comes back to your body, like trusting your body, listening to your body, whether it comes to food, whether it comes to relationships, like understanding what that that alignment and what a yes and a no feels like within your body so that you are empowered to make decisions that are best for you. Like, again, I've spent so many of my years just like outsourcing my decisions. So for me, it feels so empowering to be within that space. And I think if you're making a decision from a space that is truly correct within you, it's not, there can be no wrong decisions. Yeah, absolutely. We spend so much time like trying to people please and do their things that go along with society. And that's been my biggest learning curve in the last couple of years is really just listening to myself. And you're right. Like every time I've been able to tune into that and do that, it's been spot on, you know, and that's where I've seen them the most growth too. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Rochelle, for being back here. And I can't wait to dive in more human design with you. And I've got some exciting things coming with you um, and inviting you into my space too. So I just look forward to what's up and coming and where we're going to go with human design. Yeah. Sounds awesome. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me back on here. And yeah, I'm really excited. Cool. Yeah, me too. All right, Rochelle, we'll take care and we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.